Oh, rise now, ye tarnished, ye dead, who yet live. The call of long-lost grace speaks to us all. High Potion, podcast of the Badlands, the ever-brilliant Jeff Ling, Nicholas, the deathbed companion, Halls, the loathsome dung eater, and Sir Stephen Crosby, the all-knowing! Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Sir Stephen Crothy, the all-knowing. And I'm the loathsome dung-eater, Halls Burkhart. And it's our second episode, our second Elden Ring roundtable episode. Just like last week, we have the ever-brilliant Jeff Ling and Nicholas, the bedside, the deathbed companion. <laughs> the bedside companion. Yeah. I make your health lower. Look, when I <laughs> when I had to fucking record that special opening, uh, which, let me be honest with you, I went out for pizza and had literally two beers, and it got me drunk because I don't really drink anymore. And I came home, and I was like, I'm going to record that special opening. Listening back to it with a clearer head this morning, I was like, this shit is dumb. Oh, my God, no, this shit is dumb. No fucking way. No fucking way. It. It's um, brilliant. It's not dumb. It's it. We love that intro. You and I have talked about that intro so many times. Yeah. To me, it's just such a hilarious homage. <laughs> and then, so the reason I brought it, even brought it up, is because do you know how many times it took me to record that and get it right in one take? Um, more times than I fought millennia in Elden Ring. <laughs> Maybe even more times well, than I fought. I fought Plasudasax. <laughs> Because every time, and the thing that always messed me up is when I got to Nick, instead of saying the deathbed companion, I kept saying bedside companion. And I couldn't get that out of my head. Um, in your forehead. <laughs> so, listen guys, this episode is going to be the heavy one. Like, you know, we talked in, in some general stuff last week. This week we're going to be talking legacy dungeons, bosses, story all that stuff. So if you are really spoiler adverse to Elden Ring, um, even though I still truly feel that unless you're Vati Vidya or whoever the fuck, you can't really <laughs> spoil much of Elden Ring because I played it for 123 hours and I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> Why is there a Margot and a Margot? Why, who is Godfrey and Godwin and Golden? And he, like It's so much shit. Um, but just in case, maybe wait until you beat Elden Ring if you don't want to hear some of this stuff. Um, so, uh, what, what, what do you guys think, Steve? What do you think we should start with? Out of let me give you the categories. All right, dealer's choice. You ready? Go. Legacy dungeons, world bosses, story bosses, side quests, NPCs. Hmm. Let's let's do some bosses. That's the big draw of these games, right? Yeah, let's why don't we start world bosses and then graduate to big bosses, like story bosses. Sounds How's good. that sound? Uh what would you consider what start talking about world bosses, Steve? <laughs> so world bosses would be the bosses that are just kind of out and about in the open world, right? Like right. not in the dungeons, not in the legacy dungeons. They're bosses that you just kind of come stumble upon while you're out adventuring the most notable one early on is the tree sentinel and he uh serves notice that you are not to be thinking this game is going to be easy right because i bet a lot of people fight him right away right oh, yeah like, Who, who's that guy and then he proceeds to wipe the floor with i would imagine like 99.5 percent of the people who fight him the first time yeah <laughs> there's also the dragons that are all over the place mm -hmm. um they are also pretty memorable fights as well. Plus, you can get some really cool ass abilities from beating them. Mm -hmm. 
there's these weird birds oh that God. sometimes spawn at night called death birds. Yep. <laughs> also, the the other guys on horseback, the knights cavalry that only spawn at night as well. There's there's a lot of night bosses in this game. Yeah, the the time of day having an effect on That's when some, cool. yeah when some of the bosses show up is really cool. I remember the first one that happened for me. Um, do you guys know the, is it the War Master Shack? It's the guy you go to to do your yeah. ashes early on. You like your weapon skills, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to go to get him and have no skill put on my shield. Because when you do that, then I wouldn't have to quick change to dual wielding my weapon. Or not dual wielding, two-handing my weapon to use my special skill. Because when right. you when you have a shield it always tries to default to the shield skill. Um, so I go to see him, and it's nighttime, and instead of him being there, it's a a world boss, and he is tough. The old bell-bearing hunter. Yeah, the bell-bearing hunter. He is Those are tough. fucking tough. Um, Real mad. Yeah. I had a lot of problem. Well, not a lot. I had a serious hard time beating the glintstone dragon world boss because you know you fight it in one area and you almost kill it and then it flies off and then later it shows up in uh, whatever the moonlit plateau or whatever that area is called and it's way harder that second time i don't know how many times it took me fighting that boss to beat it wolf i don't know why that one gave me so much trouble but it did Jeff, what about you, buddy? What do you think about world bosses? Do you have anything to add on world bosses? The world bosses are cool. It's just all of a sudden you're just ro roaming around. Like, I think it was in, um, yeah, Limgrave. I think it was Limgrave, right? They've got that kind of that first huge caravan you see. It's like, yeah, I'm yep. not fucking with that. Oh, yeah. But then I rode mm -hmm. by it at night. And it's escorted by a knight's cavalry. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yep. Here we go. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's really cool that there's a lot of that stuff. There's some other weird ones, too. Like, I think the magma worm mm -hmm. up in Mountaintop or Consecrated Snowfields is technically only a nighttime one, something like that. So they just, with it being unexpected, it's like, okay, I, it's cool. Yeah, I, I'm down with it because it's it's not like oh I'm not in a dungeon I'm not in one of these catacombs I don't have to worry about it right right they'll still pop up and it's like okay by the way here's a skill check if you've just been ro roaming around on your own for a little bit not <laughs> going places yeah and there's a, a a special kind of fucking achievement feeling when you're roaming around and you come across a, a a world boss and you're like ah i don't know the nuts are feeling pretty heavy today i think i'm gonna try and fight it and you beat it on that first try like i think the first time i successfully did that is the when i came across they call them like the carrion boatsmen or whatever they're the spooky boys in the oh, boats yeah. <laughs> that oh, summon the stuff mariners boys yeah yeah the tibia mariners tibia oh, mariner. boys yeah, yeah yeah man that and those are what a yeah but man are they cool like what a cool design and like what a, like the the sort of puzzle of figuring it out the first time at least for me because you know i'm killing all the shit he summoned and thinking like he's gonna run out eventually <laughs> but he doesn't um, <laughs> this keeps calling yeah in the later later game they start calling out like huge skeletons like to take up like the entire screen yeah like that one shot you yeah yep, 50 foot spectral skeletons and shit they're so cool looking uh nick what about you and world bosses buddy mine mine are the uh the same it's the the, the old ring rates or uh yeah this could even say wheel of time callbacks <laughs> i love them <laughs> nice yeah um, what about the me. uh would you would you consider the mausoleums world bosses i i don't know if they're world bosses but they fit here right like might as well talk about i, I uh, uh, jeff brought it up the first troll caravan you see like and the walking mm -hmm. mausoleums what cool fucking moments man when you're just out like you don't have a thing on your map that's like go find a walking mausoleum right no you're just walking around 
and you start hearing these giant steps and you see it towering over you and it looks like something out of fucking Shadow of the Colossus and shit. Yeah, so fucking Start yelling cool. in Discord. I can't hear you guys. Hang on a second. Let yeah. me turn this down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those things make big noise when they jump. Yep. Yeah. God damn it. Um, yeah. yeah when, when you don't know what those things are for you're just like what are you know what is this even i remember how excited i was when i finally brought one down and like was gonna go in and see what it was and at that point i hadn't gotten i hadn't fought a remembrance boss yet so i was just like hmm, i guess this is something for later and then i figured out what it was actually pretty cool i think a pretty cool little thing you can do pretty powerful actually too yeah especially if uh you're <clears throat> in game and you're trying to grind some points and you don't want anything that those uh, remembrances give you so you just want to use them for your runes so you pop it you go to the mausoleum you get a second one and pop that might might get yep. you to the point where you can use a fingerprint stone shield if uh, you know what yep. i'm saying <laughs> you could you could uh you could probably use millennia's remembrance a couple of times for lots of souls oh uh, i used them all excuse. you know honestly i think they the most any of them give you is 30,000. They don't give you a ton. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, the, those are cool. The troll caravan. So, yeah, once again, you're just, like Jeff was saying, walking around and you see these two giant, like, uh, <laughs> trolls pulling. And they look like Attack on Titan. Yeah. Titans or something like that. Yeah, and they're all, like, disemboweled and shit. It's gross. Um, yeah, and they're, they're all guarding. They're all guarding like a a big weapon usually yeah. in uh, in those caravans, which is cool. I think all the weapons you get from them are pretty good. Yeah, the one in Kalid is is the the one that's the Berserk greatsword from the comics Berserk. Yep, and that's supposedly a pretty good one as well. This the sword. Yeah, I got. Uh, I want to say I got the crystal crystal sword from one of them. Because that was a weapon I was thinking of switching over to when they nerfed the Sword of Night and Flame, right? Um, yeah, a really cool thing. And I, once you figure it out, because it's honestly not that hard to get into them. Maybe it is um, the first time you run across one. But as long right. as it's the daytime and you come across it, it's kind of easy. You just kill all the little dudes around it. And then the trolls can't really do anything. Like, they're they're... Mm -hmm uh leashed to that thing um so let's well, talk <laughs> so so could should we consider the other well, assholes the phantom the summons world bosses i kinda yeah because those are there's some pretty good ones of those as well um the the one early on where you fight the dude who has the reduvia dagger yep i had to get i had to get you to come help me take him on on the uh my second playthrough yeah and i was in that end dude, game and that dude almost killed me when you brought me in to help yeah. you he's no joke that guy i mean i know you're you were way over leveled for where i was so it, it kind of i think limits how powerful you can be yeah in my game but uh it was it was a hell of a fight i was trying to stay back because the dude could two shot me so. yeah <laughs> um the okay so I really I really love those fights though the as far as those you know the part in Caleb with the giant jar, jar boy and you got to summon the three guys and beat them that part, uh -huh. yeah. that's a pain in the ass uh so I was trying to do it for a couple hours one night and it got to the point where inevitably I would be like well clearly I'm not high enough level for this I should come back later and so I went and finished all of Kaled, did the stupid-ass fucking Divine Tower of Kaled and shit. And then I was like, well, clearly I'm, I'm going to be powerful enough to go beat those guys. So I go, and I can get, I, okay, I can beat the first one. I can get the second one pretty close to dead. So I'm, I'm making progress. No, man. Like an hour and a half later, I still couldn't finish it. So Jeff told me how to cheese it, and I cheesed it to get through. Like I had to use the cheese. I had to. I had to see what that big jar boy had for me. That's that was my first yeah. run in with a moon veil. I'm like, oh, that's what happens. Yeah. Shot it. yeah. Fucking me seventy vigor and shit. Like, okay. That's neat. Yeah, me yeah, those being guys a are brutal. User. Mm -hmm. 
when a moonveil showed up to fight me i was like oh that's what that feels like cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happened to me i'm like oh that's a moonveil okay that's neat so you guys well, want to talk yeah, about I had to, I had to do that i had to do that run back to those three guys so many Many times and you have to really kind of deal with both of those giant archers both times don't you because yes that, yeah that oh, second yeah, one especially will be able to shoot yeah. your ass yep you, so yep. you can't skip them so sucked it sucks <laughs> so bad fucking time yeah uh and, all right um let's talk about some story bosses right so uh I think the big one, the one that for in the first few weeks that you all saw, you always saw people talking about as being like the first roadblock of the game was Margit, right? Oh, that's because there's typically one of those guys, right? Uh, Gascoigne in Bloodborne, wouldn't you say, is your Ooh, first sort of... Gascoigne. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was uh, a... Yeah, welcome to fucking Bloodborne, yeah. bitch. Yeah. Yeah, and Demon Souls, for me, it was the Tower Knight. He was a bit of a, a roadblock for me, uh, and he's an earlier boss. But Margit seemed to be the one that was giving most people trouble at first. Um, what did you guys think about that fight? Uh, Nick, why don't you start? Uh, I never, well, I didn't have a lot of trouble with him, um, me personally, but it's just one of those things. You know, some people bash their head against a tree sentinel for a while. Yeah. Some people beat him first time and then yeah, I didn't I didn't really have a lot of trouble with him, honestly. From what I remember. It's a couple tries, I guess. Yeah, I uh, a common theme of my playthrough of Elden Ring was showing up at these moments uh, a good bit over leveled. So That was probably my thing too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was probably over leveled for him. Uh he didn't give me that much trouble, but I did he was at at that point that was the most times I had to fight a boss, right? Like for sure, it was Margaret the first time. It probably took me 12 to 15 times or something to beat him. Uh, but I eventually yeah. got past him. Steve, what's your uh, Margaret feelings? Yeah, I'm I'm right around in the same boat as you um, with amount of times. Like this, my second playthrough with the new character that I was doing there, I beat him on the first try. But that first time, it was taking me a little bit of getting used to um, the delayed strikes. Because uh -huh. um, this was the first From game where monsters were really kind of winding up and then waiting for like 10 minutes before they would actually swing. <laughs> yep. So I would be like panic panic rolling in front of this dude for like an hour and then he would fly. <laughs> Nine rolls and then he finally hit, hit you. Me. Like, really? <laughs> um, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So that was taking me, that was taking me a second to get used to but uh once i got i got his timing down a little bit and i was summoning i had the jellyfish uh, the first time i beat him it was it was a close thing uh I, w I went for poison i was i was throwing the poison bone darts that i had mm -hmm. uh while my jellyfish was also poisoning him and uh i remember it came down to i had no no flask charges left and he was nearly out of health and if he had touched me again i was gonna die and oh. i managed to just stay away long enough for the poison to kill him good feeling it is a good feeling i had that happen a couple times in elden ring uh, including the very last boss it was down to the wire like that for me and man is that a good feeling because you feel hopeless like there's that sinking feeling that clicks in after you use your last flask this guy still isn't dead you know what i mean uh Man, does it feel hopeless in a moment like that. Uh, Jeff, yeah, what was your... Really uh, as someone who's fought Margit five times now or whatever, how's, what do you think? How is he in the later uh, New Game Pluses? Oh, New Game Pluses, he, he's a pushover. But ah. you're in, he, is, yeah. he is the first skill check of the game. Right. He is, I mean, his... It's one of those things. It's like some of the other fights, but this one especially is he is very reactionary. You heal, he's going to throw daggers. You get close to the edge, he's going to force you off the edge. Mm -hmm. So it's it's very much definitely the first skill check, and with it being so reactionary, it, it's kind of tough unless you go in there kind of above level at that point because I went in... I was probably my first probably ten attempts. I was probably mid twenties. Ah, um, oh yeah. So I was, 
Yeah, I was pretty low, but I was I was doing pretty well, but it just was wasn't well enough, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's it's it's a cool fight. It's just man, if you're um, that's the one that's makes you think, oh yeah, it's not gonna be uh, just a run through. It's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of. No, but but fuck that stage, fuck that stage, and falling off. Do you know how many times I got him to one percent <laughs> and I got knocked off because I got cocky and oh. walked to the edge? Too many, too many. Double digits worth. <laughs> um, yeah, and his range and his speed. Like my problem was going into that fight, like going through the barrier and not panicking immediately because I'd be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like rolling off the edge or whatever like yeah it, hard not to panic when you get into that fight so uh jeff what's another story boss or main boss that you want to talk about Ooh, i mean the one probably the one with the most unique fight in the game has to be radon's fight right or one of the most one of the fights most. has to be Radon's. One yeah. of because there's, there's the from gimmick fight too. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about that one. That's yeah. the one I want to talk about. Well, yeah, let's talk about Radon. This one is Radon. cool too. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, Radon's, yeah, Radon is awesome. That's a great Radon's fight. a cool fight. I mean, just you go in. Okay, first time going in, I'm like, where? When? Where the fuck is this boss? And then all of a sudden, Bolt comes across. You died. I was yep. like, cool. Okay. So he just <laughs> launches some heavy shit at you from a game. Okay. Fine. But it's just you go in and then you've got all these summons. And then you realize, oh, you can just keep summoning people. Cool. But there's a reason. Yep. Because <laughs> he is fucking <laughs> you. Just up the ass raw. Yeah. No lube. It is, it is rough. I spent. <laughs> When I got to him, I probably spent like two and a half to three hours. And then I was like, I'm going to bed. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and then I just couldn't sleep because I was so pissed off. I yeah, got dude. Out of bed I can't tell Googled you. Googled the cheese. I can't tell you how many times I got stuck on a boss and went to bed mad only for the next day when I got a chance to play Elden Ring or, you know, however many days later when I get a chance to play again beating that boss within a couple tries like yeah. where i was beating my head against classic, the wall all night classic from dude yeah what about you steve what was your radon experience so this is good i i really am glad he he said that i i liked the build-up to it because uh-huh. so you know like we had done Stormvale and raya lucaria at this point these legacy dungeons that were like these fucking crazy experiences and yeah. twists and turns and you're going all over the place so you get to red main castle and you're expecting something of that nature but instead you walk in and you fight yeah you fight two lions or whatever that's not easy but right. after that it's just kind of chill everybody's there like yep. hanging out fucking drinking ready for this radon festival has caught me off guard and then you kind of you, you get out there to fight him <laughs> i didn't summon anybody the first try i just rode out there and fought him and that ended in about two and a half seconds, maybe, yep. <laughs> I think it took for him to kill me. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a problem. So then I, then you realize you can summon everybody there. And then I got I figured out how to deal with his attack, which I think Jeff fought him pre-patch when yep. he was actually yep. tougher. Yep. We fought him post. I fought him post-patch. No, I fought him pre-patch, you too. Did too. You fought him post-patch. Yeah, I fought, fought him the post-patch. Nerf- version and then mm-hmm. the very next patch the buffed version they buffed him again <laughs> they buffed him and again. i was I like oh, yeah Woo, i just slid in there by the skin of my teeth and then got the easiest version of radon <clears throat> but i think nick and i had similar experiences too where we were both kind of trying to kill him from a distance while the summons did the work and i was having big problems with that it took I tried that for like an hour and it wasn't working and it was really outside my play style so I was like you know what going to do the same shit summon everybody but this time I'm just going to get in there and mix it up with my big sword and I beat him immediately after that so cuz at that point I had seen all of his attacks that whipped my ass 
Did you see uh, the dude who figured out that if you, you know, he does that thing in the middle where he turns himself into basically like a comet? Yeah, the, and, the uh, Final Fantasy the attack? Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. The Final Fantasy attack. There is a dude, like, if you stand at the very edge of, like, the, the mountain map or whatever, he'll, like, slam into the side and fall off <laughs> and die. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Pretty awesome. That is funny. <laughs> They may have patched that out at this point. But what? Nick, didn't you have a didn't you have a similar experience to me? Uh, I did. Mine was a. Uh, I didn't do the uh, the range attacks or anything. I just. I think I hit him a total of seven times in forty five minutes on a boss fight. I just kept <laughs> hitting the summons, and then every now and then you just hear fucking bah, 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 and I fucking come by with a golden halberd and smoke him <laughs> like one or two hits, and then I'd be off again. You played the long that's, game. That's, yeah, we're a long game. Yeah, long con. Fucking Nick was like, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Like, just yep. all over just the place. Streak ends, hit his ass. Rope-a-doping in his, his ass. See you later. Mm-hmm. The funniest yeah. part of that fight, though, is you run out. You're hitting all the summons. You find that one in the middle. Fucking patches. Shows up and immediately pieces out. Yep. yep. Yeah, does he killed. ever actually do anything? No. no <laughs> patches torque he's just like he shows up he's like yeah nope i'm going home and leaves then you got you the know, healer a, falling around like what's healer. up yeah there's yeah, a healer she, do shit. Yeah. Here. she actually does she does she, she improves her yeah she improves survivability of everybody if you can manage to keep her close to kind of the other npcs oh, and she'll heal she just follow me around and bother me yeah. well she's supposed to heal she, she, are you hurting you should be her priority <laughs> you would think so yeah but yeah, that's a cool ass fight, man. I agree. Radon is a cool fight. It is a cool fight. Who'd you want to bring up, Steve? Rikard. Rikard is fucking Rikard. sick. It is the gimmick. That's my that's my favorite fight, boss fight in this game, I think, bar none. Uh just because of how grim and weird it is. Yeah. Like dude. and the, it is it is the gimmick fight. And I didn't care. Like I destroyed that dude with the mimic and um I, I I died the first time, and then I immediately warped out and ate a bunch of runes and leveled that serpent hunter sword all the way up to, like, plus nine, I uh. think. <laughs> <laughs> and then went back in there and cr- crushed him. Just crushed him. That's funny. Uh, but I loved the uh, the post-fight and going back to his, his arena after it was over. and It was just macabre in the best possible way. That was easily Yeah, because he's one. the boss of volcano manor so he's volcano technically manor. a uh optional boss right he is yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. man and in the cool ass fight though it is a cool you know, on actually is 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 optional as mm-hmm. well oh for real yeah you yeah. you only have to beat um godric and ranala to get to the capital they'll open the capital to you after that i'll be damned speedrunners don't don't fight Radon. I'll be damned. I did not. Speedrunners don't fight anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And the fact that he is just this evil fucking serpent and in, in there, like yeah. all the, the arena you fight him in with like all the lava and shit. It's one of the mo- more surprisingly, one of the more visually impressive parts of the game, you know, agreed. Um, I just enjoyed volcano manor in general. Yeah. Like this, the, the quest line it. that went along with it, uh, to, to the legacy dungeon itself, kind of discovering that dungeon. It was Did just y'all a go cool back after you Lizelle. beat him. Yes, and check it out. Like, yeah, and over there that's just, what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. yeah, and what's her name is in there is getting handfuls. Yeah, eating eating <laughs> his corpse. That's and a shit. lot. I was like, yeah. you, you know that uh, <laughs> it's take her a while. That meme <laughs> of um, Neil deGrasse Tyson where he's holding his hands up like whoa you know what I'm talking about that was me (laughs) when I walked back into that room I was like whoa sorry to interrupt (laughs) whoa you're eating a big dead snake staring into this um Nick what about you you got a boss you want to talk about um mine I guess I'd go with I had the most trouble out of was uh which you shouldn't but good old big perm old full-ass grown worm i bash my head against that dude forever who oh you're talking about placidus x no 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 no. he's he's up in the he's in the crater uh oh oh that's that's actually a grown-ass worm 
That's a world mm-hmm. boss. Yeah, but, but yeah, he yeah. is a tough, he's a tough one. I guess I should have brought him up. Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. I bash my it, head against it, him forever. He's, he's a tough son of a bitch. Yeah. It turned out, you know, at, towards the end, it was just <laughs> smoke a cigarette, hit him once, smoke another cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Watch him run around the arena and shit. Yeah. Dude, that is a that's tough how, fucking boss. That's how he's Nick fights, boss. though. Uh, that's how Nick beat the last boss in Sekiro, one who's widely acknowledged as one of the toughest fights in, in From Games. And Nick just basically ran him back and forth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I finished a fucking, yeah. I, I put that fucking like 13.1k sticker on my he car read, after I beat him. Read, he read War and Peace. Well, he, <laughs> he, 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 he did his taxes on his other monitor. <laughs> what are you doing? Just waiting for him to fuck up. Yeah, Give me an update. That's just, all. Just waiting. Yeah. I'm a patient guy. Nick's, Nick has the ultimate patience in a from game. Um, but Nick, Nick, did you have did you have a story, boss? Nick, that you dug. Um, millennia hmm. millennia counts, but I mean, you, she's not your favorite. I know that. Yeah, millennia made me want to jump off a cliff. <laughs> and we'll definitely be talking about millennia very soon yeah for yeah. sure um who else i mean uh, the last the radagon elden beast fight was pretty cool i right? like horalu horalu okay. was good too yeah he, the design I, I like the, yeah he looks really cool yeah. he's got the big fucking spectral tiger on his back so you oh know my God, so sick. immediately yeah. i'm i'm like oh i like this dude and you know okay so i go into the arena for my first time i'm gonna fight this guy i'm nervous because i know i'm towards the end of the game i'm probably going to be fighting some tough shit right so you get in and you fight him and you get him down to half health or whatever before he goes into a second phase and in the cutscene, he kills his tiger buddy and i was like Oh, you're not getting out of this fight alive. I am beating <laughs> your ass. Horalu. Yeah, I am beating your ass on my first try. And I did. And it was one of those things like Steve was talking about where all my flasks are gone. One more hit would have killed me. But somehow, oh, and I might mention my summon is already dead. He's killed my summon. So it's just me. One hit left and somehow managed to, to pull it off. Oh, satisfying satisfying Mm, to fuck that dude up i i read somewhere somebody said that uh, like halfway through that turns into like a tekken fight (laughs) it kind of does he starts trying to wrestle like who was the guy in street fighter 4 that was the russian oil wrestler Um, you know hakan was it it hakan yeah (laughs) i think so yeah yeah the one who would the one who'd oil himself yeah 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 i'm pretty sure it's like fighting him shit (laughs) Uh, okay uh okay so i i really dug that fight i thought the like you were saying steve the very last boss radagon slash the elden beast was really cool and like like just when you step into the arena and you see like the elden ring up in the air or one of the runes up in the air and millennia or not millennia uh, america is hanging from it and shit like Mm -hmm. just real fucking cool and how he's got the runes embedded in his chest and he's like half yeah. crumbled and shit. Woo, it's neat look. Yeah, he's got that he's got that lance of yeah. lance of longinus yep. shit in his in his body, dude. Oh yeah. I'm all <laughs> I'm all about the Evangelion stuff. Yeah. That, that design was so sweet. Just it in was general. Sweet. I loved it. Uh why the uh, I'll bring it up later. Uh Elden Beast <laughs> I thought looked all right. He kind of just looked like a blobby Nessie character, but how you could see the nervous nervous system or whatever, like how he was see through and stuff, was pretty cool. Um, that was a nice touch, yeah. Yeah, Good old amoeba. Yeah. Um. All right, let's talk about her. I, there's two bosses I can't we can't let go by because oh, I want to talk about them. We'll talk about Millennia first, Steve. Why don't Why don't you oh start? God the millennia conversation okay so well jeff i think was the first to really kind of jeff and nick got through her before i did yep but i think it it took them less time although it sounds like she gave nick quite quite a bit of of an issue as as well it was Um, two weekends Mm -hmm. yeah it was it was it it took me a while. It was one of those and every now and again a from game will will throw a boss at me where it takes me several complete sit downs of trying to play 
to beat the boss. And granted, sometimes like when we're all talking and shooting the shit and I'm playing and it's a tough boss. Yeah, um, maybe because Nick has taken a piss or something and we're all laughing at a joke and yeah. she's just decapitating me with a, with her with her super move yeah. as as is happening, you know. But she just she just annihilated me from and the first time I fought her the first time I fought her I I got her to phase 2 and I was like, "Oh man, this is this is in sh- this isn't shit." Yeah. Next thing I know, <laughs> I next know thing I know, I'm, I'm gagging and throwing up on Scarlet Rot, <laughs> like puking in the middle of the battlefield while while Tish is fucking falls to her knees and gets skewered, and it's then like she the co- red just wedding. calmly comes over. <laughs> I, I he peeled her Tish. Way to go, Blade of Mikula, in my fucking nightmares, man. In my nightmares, <laughs> I heard it so many times. It was... I am Millennia, Blade of Mikula. I am Millennia, Slow Blade clap. of Mikula. Yeah, we got it, <laughs> dude. The the one night, that one Saturday night that you probably put in the majority of your tries when we were all hanging yeah. out, like. You could cut the tension with a knife from Steve's. Like Steve was so quiet. Normally he's chatty, he's having a good time, he's laughing, and he was still. But you could tell he was in the shit. And then so like we'd just all be chatting, and all of a sudden Steve wouldn't have said anything for like five to ten minutes, and he'd go, "I am Millennia, Blade of Mikola. I get it. I fucking get it." <laughs> Random <laughs> nostril flares and shit. <laughs> yeah oh man so here's the thing right she's got like this mechanic where she heals based on like if she hits you or if you even block her hits she heals also known as bullshit yes Mm -hmm. so so i was expecting that but there were times and i i later figured out the cause of this but at the time i didn't know where she was just gaining chunks of health back and i know she's bugged now and this is happening anyway but like this was before this happened and what what it was was tish's super move or her ability basically takes a percentage of hit points away from the boss but at some point it comes back like it's not a permanent debuff right. that's why debuff, when she hit... yeah. right so that was happening and that was really pissing me off one night completely because i couldn't understand why she was just randomly getting this health back oh man and it oh, tilted me so bad you know what's interesting mm-hmm. is in the latest patch they added an indicator that shows you that debuff that tish does because mm-hmm. I didn't notice it before, and you know that's who I'd been using. And then when we when I got on this weekend to try and fight the boss that was giving me my millennia style issues, uh, I noticed the first time I went in with Tish, it grays out a part of their health bar when that debuff is in effect. And the same thing happens to you when I fought Malakath. You know he has a debuff that he can hit you with, and so it'll show that on your right. health bar yeah. now mm-hmm. too. Totally, yeah. Which, but God, she's she's a pain, and it's really like her fight shouldn't be that bad because she's pretty easily staggerable. Yep. Um, her her attacks to me are pretty easy to dodge, with the exception of the super the the waterfowl dance. Because if I was too close to her and she she went up in the air, no matter what I did, I was no. So I basically had to respec at this point because my current build just wasn't cutting it. And even when I respec'd into something that was super strong, it still took me a minute. And I could get her to the second phase pretty regularly at that point. But the the stupid comet move she does in the second phase, right? Like, that's what you're trying to bait out because you can really wail on her while she's sitting there fucking pumping out Scarlet Rot (laughs) because... Who yeah, cares if you're eating a little bit of that as long as you're damaging her? Because her other mm-hmm. attacks in that second phase are brutal. Like, you can be, like, close. If you're mid-range too close, you're fucked. If she jumps up in the air, basically. You need yep. to run far, far away and somehow hope that Tish or your Mimic is still alive long enough to draw some aggro. Yeah. Because I couldn't... It, it, it took me so many tries. And then when she did do the Comet move... I, I would see all these YouTube videos where people are like, you want to bait this out? And then you just roll. And I would roll, and she would just smack me. I swear, mid-roll, boom, <laughs> dead. Man. <laughs> or it wouldn't kill me, but like it would do enough to where I couldn't get away from her little scarlet rot that immediately comes out, and I would die. Yep. And I just remember feeling like it was more RNG than skill for, for me. And uh, it was very frustrating. When I beat her, I just felt relief more than the ecstatic you were just um, like, <sighs> happiness i usually feel yeah i was just happy to be done with it 
Man, so I will give it to Millennia. Her first phase, it's whatever, right, from a design standpoint. But that second phase, and it's hard to appreciate it. Like, I was explaining. Beautiful. Yeah, it's so beautiful where, like, there's all the flowers and particle effects, and she's got that one move that summons the the other, like, warriors or whatever that were made out of flowers and have mm -hmm. swords that are made out of flowers and all this shit. It looks incredible, but you're so worried about trying to beat this boss that you can't even really appreciate it it's i, I told steve it's kind of like back in the day when we'd play beatles rock band and you couldn't pay attention to all the cool beatles themed animation they did because you're trying to yeah. play rock band <clears throat> um i'm so frantically trying to stay alive like so yeah. frantically and you know, oh my god so this was another one that once again these three dudes had all beaten before me and i was even talking like leading into it like maybe i just don't do it like i was saying to steve man you're making me want to just skip that if it's optional maybe i just don't do it i gotta beat elden ring at some point right <laughs> and then so i get to the hallig tree and i'm like you know what maybe i'll try it and in the meantime in the time between steve fighting her all weekend or for however long it took um Someone puts out a video on Reddit that shows you can use the frost jars to interrupt her waterfowl dance or whatever that move is called, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, jackpot. There's a way around this. I'm going to be good. So I made all these frost pots. And I never once got that to work. Like every time she jumped in the air and I tried to throw a pot, I, it like it whiffed. It was an air ball. It just went right <laughs> past her and never hit her. And then she would kill me. So I was like, well, fuck keep them trying to do this. It took me eight tries. Oh, those Man, amazing. Are, are perfect fucking RNG working out. Yeah. Like, oh, well, he did it pretty easy. I think I right. got lucky. I, if, I, I, and I never understood the concept of quote-unquote RNG as it, appear, it, is, it applies to a From game because I didn't necessarily feel like I had any of those moments in Demon Souls, right? Now yeah. I get it. Like, I think because of the next boss we're going to talk about, after doing Milena, Millennia and eight tries, I got lucky that second, that eighth try. Mm -hmm. For me, so. she was like, a, rather than, you know, cry victory when you beat her, it was just blow really <laughs> loud and go sit in a corner by myself and think about it for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't even be happy. I was like, Jesus Christ. Thank God that's yeah. over. Fuck. All right, Steve. Yeah, I fought her easily over a hundred times. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the final count was. I can count that high. So the next boss that, like, the next sort of optional boss that I think a lot of people run into, that gave this was the boss that gave me the most trouble in Elden Ring, was the optional dragon boss in Faramazula. How do you say his name, Steve? It's either it's either Placidusax or Placidusax. Placidusax. Placuda sax. I just sometimes I need to hear one of you guys say it so I can say it because every time I try to say it without a reference point, I go Placidusax, Placudices, Piddle Sticks. Uh, he was so tough for me. So he's this giant two headed dragon. He's an optional boss that's well hidden. Like Steve had to tell me how to get to him. Very well hidden. Yeah. And. I could not figure it out. And it was, I sent Steve a picture of it on Sunday night going, or Monday night maybe, going, I can't get him below this amount of health. Like, every time he killed me, he had, what was it, an eighth of his health left, Steve? A yeah. fifth? Yeah, it was It was lower than a quarter. And yeah. it, he had that move in his second phase where he turns into fucking Ghidorah from uh, from Godzilla and starts shooting the giant golden energy waves out of his two heads. And uh -huh. a wide I, attack. Oh, yeah, I, that's basically the enraged move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I could not get past that part. Like, I could go in, right? So I'd run in, I'd drink my little special flask that let me call Tish, I call Tish in. Tish gets aggro, and I run behind him, and I just start spamming my special move on my sword, right? And that gets him down half health in under, like, a couple of minutes. 
So then his second phase starts, right? Beginning part of the second phase, he flies down from the sky. He swipes at you with the, the fucking lightning claws. I got perfect at dodging that. Like MLG Red Pro. lightning everywhere. Yeah. And would get him down another half of that health bar. And then he would go into that enrage form and kill me every time. Every fucking time. Um, and then I just got lucky. And it, I, and Steve was like, how many times do you think it took you? And the only reason I know the exact count <laughs> is because every time before I went in to fight him, I used a rune arc so that my great rune would be active. I fought Which him. great rune? Um, I was using the one that increased my health, my stamina, and my FP. The one that increases all three of your bars. Okay. Um, I can't remember which one it was. Uh, original. Is that Morgoth? That's Rykard. I think it's Rykard. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, it took me 27 tries. 27 tries is how long it took me to beat Plasuda Sax. And then yeah, it's probably it, that many. Take nearly that many for me, luckily. But uh, Jeff, being the guy who knows all the stuff about these boss fights and 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 watches stuff, is there a what is the strategy for this guy? Because I just got lucky. I know for a fact I just on, got lucky. On that one, I genuinely don't know. Um, I just I've watched some videos on certain things, but that was one I never really went into because I I. Killed him. I killed Pusitasax four for fifth try. Nice. But I got lucky when I killed him. Yeah. Um. Because I went. Because this was post me be beating Elden Beast. At that point, I was like, okay, I'm gonna open it up. I'm gonna see what I missed. At that point, I was like, okay, there's another boss here. Went back. At that point, I guess I was skilled enough to where I could use what common deserve, uh. and then. I just stacked Common Deserve with um, on my mimic. That was the only thing on my mimic, and I just went in with my normal stuff like Moonveil and as well as that. Um, and then the time I beat him, I just popped the Physic Flask to hold unlimited FP for what like ten seconds. Uh -huh. Burned him to half when he was sitting there initially, and then he bugged out. Uh -huh. He just sat there. I was like. Well, thank you. Yep. I will accept this yep. gift yep. from the from gods and <laughs> down them. I will accept um, subsequent. The, I would accept yeah, yeah. the gift of a glitched boss any day. Please, all day glitch. long. I'll tell you, yes. I'll beat his ass on the first try. No, like no kidding. Well, pretty easy for me. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird thing where I was running into that issue where I could do enough damage. Um, to take him down to like a quarter and he would pop his um that whatever that incantation is push the sacks ruin the twin beam yep and it's just like oh shit just run and hope for the best but not much i could do at certain points with that once you hit that yeah. point so let's talk about npcs side quests and stuff like that we're getting here towards the end steve memorable npcs like let's just get us going on this because there's a lot to this and there is a lot i know i missed for sure so probably the the most um infamous one i guess would be ronnie's right like her quest line seems Ooh, to be the, the most intricate one yeah we all simp for her you know yeah. that's, that's the way it goes so uh, hers has hers is the most intricate and uh the one that has the most well i guess a lot of them have some impact on the end of the game like there are several of them fias yeah the dung eaters um there's the whole madness thing but i really liked ronnie's from just a standpoint of it's the most involved right right so many steps yeah and, um, and it also, crosses over with so many other characters like because you can meet Blyde and start on his quest, and then it meets up with Ronnie's. You know, like the way the way it weaves in and out of other side quests. Like it was really interesting because I missed some of Blyde's quest. Like it works in a way to where, like, even though I missed some of his, it still meets up well and stuff. You know what I mean? Like in a the way the quest flows. Because there was a second there where I was a little worried that I might not be able to do some of it because I hadn't done the beginning of Blyde's quest and stuff like that. Right. Right. 
yeah and luckily you can still it, you can still do the quest without you know having to do like those little side steps and mm -hmm. stuff um there's there's so, so many of them though i really liked millicent's quest which jeff really helped me out on um getting that one and that one had a really good item that i used in my final build that really helped amp up my damage nice so i was really stoked with that one yeah um there's, just, there's quest. so many i did vars recently mm -hmm. millicent's quest i started and then i think i progressed too far because there was a spot where she was supposed to show up later in the game and she wasn't there so i think i missed a spot and progressed the story too far um i never once saw the fucking ever brilliant gold mask that was real hard to miss. That one, uh, I real hard to miss, to or real hard to find. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Um. That's no. Yeah. Done. It is. I don't know how you do, how someone figure that one out without a guide. Um. Yeah, I, of course. I mean, people. You're general player like us, right? Right. Like Jesus, I. His whole thing, like he shows up in what. He shows up in Capital, and then he's just all over the place, and you have to do some weird shit. <laughs> Never like, once saw. Uh, you know what my favorite quest and NPC was? Was Alexander, like the big jar boy. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, and like, why is it? I get so like, I go into this game, and I don't trust anybody. I'm like, this is a From game. Probably everybody else is an asshole, right? Like. And then I meet Blyde, and I was like, this dude is fucking sick. I like this guy. And then what happens is I ended up having to kill him, right? But then I got his armor, so now I look like my buddy Blyde. And then I meet this big jar guy, Alexander, and I'm popping him out of the ground like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon and shit, covering him in oil this one time. And like I'm like, oh, this dude is real sick. What ends up happening is I had to kill him. Like, why you got to do this? Can I have a happy ending and have a buddy at the end of this? That's what he wanted, though. Yeah, uh, I, I would argue that he had one of the good one of the good endings. Yeah, it is interesting in that way. And then you take his guts and give it to the little pot guy and pot pot boy, yeah. Bill or whatever it's called, Jarberg. Pot boy. <laughs> pot boy. Pot boyville. Uh, Nick, I remember, um, like there's, there's, a, sorry, there's that whole weird part where after Radon, you know, cause you can summon him in that fight mm -hmm. and he's like, kind of, he's kind of upset with his contribution to the fight, you know, yep. and he's sitting there stuffing the remains of all these dead people into his stomach, trying to get like the stronger because that's yep. how they get stronger. Yeah. It was really, yeah. really bizarre and weird. I loved it. I thought nice it was yeah. bizarre when he shows up in the lava like he's just chilling in the lava to uh -huh. harden his yep. clay outside and like you tougher, yeah. you have to walk out into the lava and just like constantly take damage to talk to your big pot boy buddy for a second like <laughs> so weird and the voice actor is really good for alexander too the voice acting in this game in general is really good uh yeah, nick good. what about a side quest for you buddy anything pick stick out like what Mine is Varya, yeah. I said it under my breath there earlier, but yeah, I like him. Um, I I don't know. It's if you listen to his quest line and stuff, he's talking about you know how you were kicked out, being tarnished and kind of looked down upon and stuff like that, and then suddenly you come back and you're expected to be the best or whatever, right? Um, yeah, I like I liked his quest. Um, a quick tip: we went through this when we were playing together. Uh, he wants you to invade three worlds, and if you're bashful like me, a good place to invade is the uh, bottom of the or the basement of the Divine Tower of Caleb. Yep, I remember the it's, night that happened. That up right there, son. There's a really, really nasty NPC right there that they have to get through before they get to you. And you know, regardless if if they're in a boss fight or whatever already, it just takes three tries. So. Nice. I did like him though, and you had to go find the maiden's blood and all that stuff. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's like one that. I didn't do. Uh, I didn't do Selen, Sorceress Selen's either. Like, there's ones I've heard about that I did not make any progress on. I did all of Ronnie's. I did Fia's. Fia's is actually kind of cool, and it involves a a pretty neat boss dragon that you wouldn't fight otherwise. I don't think right, unless you're on Fia's quest. 
Yeah, yeah. right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want to do Sorcerer Cells too. What about you, Jeff? What about a side quest? Is there one that we haven't brought up that you think uh, bears recognition? God, the I really like the early one you come across, um, Arena and Edgar for Castle Morn. Oh. Dude. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That one is like, oh shit. Yeah, and have you seen? You know how that ends, right? By getting invaded. Oh, yeah. By Edgar. Yeah, he shows back at um, Revenger Shack. Yeah. Revenger Shack. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, that was a good one. Yeah. Dude, when I feel like I feel like his Why daughter is, is re- weirdly reborn as like the the lady who wants to eat the grapes. I don't. Mm-hmm. What um, happens? With she the is grapes? tied exactly that. Yeah, you're right. They're yeah. tied in together. Um, <laughs> Those quests do lead into each other, kind of, because you get one of the um, one of the grapes from Edgar at the Revenger Shack. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, man, that's a good one, and it's a sad one. Yeah. Can I just have a happy yeah. moment, please? Life is a Souls I game. Told Give you. me one surprise happy moment. Um, <laughs> the sad the castle, one, the the, Al- the Albanarics, like oh. that that one where yeah. when you find the village of the Albanarics and they've been wiped out by Sir Gideon because yep. he was trying to find the um, the Halig Tree medallion, yep. which is why when you when you find it in you, the second you go back to the round table you get invaded by uh, Ensha because he wants that medallion yep. for Sir Gideon. Um, so, all right. yeah, they fucking killed the whole village. There's only one left, last thing to talk about, I think, before we call it a night, uh, and that would be Elden Ring's story. Like, I'm not looking for you guys to wax poetic or anything. We don't have to go into it very far. But what's your general feelings on the story of Elden Ring? Nick, why don't you kick that one off? My general feelings? Um, that's typical Souls-like game, I guess. Um, I love it. I mean, I'd watch a thousand hours of someone explaining it to me wrong or right. <laughs> so, like... You know, Vatavidia, he admits, you know, he, he could, it's just speculation or whatever, but I love it, man. Um, as far as a game experience goes for me, it's, it's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, yeah, there are problems. There but. are problems. I legitimately, and I'm going to say, I think it is one of the best video games I've ever played. So in my mind, it's one of the best video this. games of all time. Like, yeah. No cap, as the kids say. Um, <laughs> Steve, what is what about you and the the story? Any interesting context you can add? Any, you know what I mean? Come on, man. So I'm I'm like still kind of learning the lore. As like with a lot of their games, it it takes a while, and I only kind of nebulously understand a lot of them anyway. Um, you know, like I've played Dark Souls so many times, and I still probably would have a hard time explaining exactly what is happening. Mm-hmm. But that's I've accepted that. That that's the way their games are. They're meant. They're kind of meant to be that way. Yeah. And like you and I are both big fans of the band Tool, and you know mm-hmm. they always kind of wrote lyrics that were meant to be more thought provoking than to make you think, designed to make you think more than to spell out the meaning. You know, and that's yep. kind of what their games are. I could do and a I whole feel like episode done it again. I could do a whole episode <laughs> on comparing Tool and Souls games now, just from playing two of them. <laughs> <laughs> buddy mm-hmm. you, you totally you, could let me get stony baloney and fucking break out my mind map <laughs> <laughs> what about you jeff what do you have uh to think about the story as someone who's played through it more than us and has seen more endings than us you know i saw one ending i saw ronnie's ending which i thought was really cool yeah in terms of the story i thought it was you know of course it's super nebulous but the it was really cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of the stuff in the lore of the items, like, I don't, even, like, everyone holds the Millennia fight so high because of just the difficulty, but it's the lore that sells me on her as the character. Like, yeah. Her whole story with, like, her and Mikola. Um, what was the other one? There was, um, I was, I just thought of it, but, like, some of those moments that are really interesting once you figure out like oh shit that's what's going on oh moog yeah the other moog. one link with mick was like that whole kind of thing you get from that is like okay that's really interesting and then there's a lot of the one we didn't touch upon um fucking malakoff his story oh yeah cool shit. with all the death stuff 
Yeah, he seals yeah, away the last bit of death. the rune of death in his fucking hand so no one can take it against like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll say this. I know what I feel like I understand the story of Elden Ring way better than I understood the story of Demon Souls. Like coming out of Demon Souls, I was like, man, that was cool. I have no idea what's going on. And then I watched some videos <laughs> and I still didn't really have much of an idea going on. Between yeah. beating it last night and then today watching some videos online, because I was holding off. I wasn't watching any Elden Ring videos. I wanted to beat it first. Between mm-hmm. beating it and what I sort of got from story context and the little bit of item description stuff I read and all that and watching videos, I understand it more than demon souls but i still don't quite understand it <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's dense yep the story is really dense i mean i i i'm not really sure the the relationship of godwin to everybody like you know yep. the guy that that got assassinated the first, in the night of knives and there's just so many things I'm looking forward to other people figuring out so yep. I can read about it or see their YouTube videos. Hell yeah, exactly. DLCs for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they, good. Yeah, I and so. there's definitely going to be DLC. I, I got to think for this stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I can't wait. I love wait. that text you sent us. <laughs> Pablo Escobar sitting out there just with his hand in his pocket oh staring God. off and in the distance. Can I tell and you? I beat... I didn't respond to it because that is exactly how I felt. Like last night, I've been... That's exactly how I felt too. This is the only game I've played for two months, man. Like it came out, uh, what, February 25th. It's April 23rd. So almost two months, whenever I would play a video game, all I would play is Elden Ring. And I just sat there and I slowly chipped away at it, devoted an afternoon here or there to a legacy dungeon. And then last night, like after I beat the Elden Beast, I just started going around and wandering Elden Ring, forlorn. Like, because mm-hmm. I, I, I gotta be honest, I also don't want to start a new game plus or a second character just yet. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. But man, it's it is totally fair. The last time I got sucked into a hundred hour plus game, uh, I don't know. Skyrim. Uh, there's definitely been stuff since Skyrim. Like, I for sure played more than 100 hours of Destiny. I didn't enjoy it as nearly as much as I've enjoyed Elden Ring. Oh, um, yeah. I forgot about Destiny. <laughs> so, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Let these dudes go on with their Saturday evening. Jeff and Nick, thanks so much for being here for these last two episodes. We're so glad to finally have you on the show after we've been talking about y'all so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me listen guys leave us a five-star review on itunes get entered to win a gift card if you want to send us a voicemail or email send it to highpotionpod at gmail.com follow steve on twitter at stoned cobra follow me at blue harvest pod follow the podcast at high potion pod follow our buddy jeff at the asian himself fuck yourself if you want to talk to nick he doesn't do social media and i don't blame him I mean, I'll talk to you if you want to. (laughs) Send send a letter to Nick's P.O. Box. (laughs) P.O. Box 42069 at (laughs) gmail.com. Miyazaki's weird foot. (laughs) (laughs) www.miyazakisfootfetish.com. Nick owns that domain. He runs that website. Um, I I got ahead of the curve. I bought it. Yeah. Shit was popping off. So, guys, uh, that's it. That's our big double Elden Ring episode. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys soon. Take care, guys. Play that shit. It's great. Well, I'm going to beat my meat. Right at the end, we finally get a soundboard clip. Look at that. (laughs) 